Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of Infinite Basketball. I'm your host, Alex. We'll get started. So today we're gonna to talk about the um the playoff race um in the NBA because it's for some spots it's just really close. And uh the play-in tournament, the NBA play-in tournament starts in a little just a little over two weeks. And um each team just has like less than 10 games left in the regular season. So I'm going to update you uh, on most of the teams in the playoff race that could get in the play-in tournament. Then I'll tell you which ones are likely not going to make it in that or out. Okay. So um, we'll get started. I'll start talking about the Eastern Conference. Um, I'll start with the first top few seeds and talk about what's going on with those teams, if any of the rankings can change in these final games of the regular season for the playoffs, and if it will really matter. So let's look at the top three seeds because these three teams in the Eastern Conference have a chance to switch. So we have the Brooklyn Nets, have the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. The Philadelphia 76ers are number two, and the Milwaukee Bucks are the third seed. And the Nets currently have 43 wins, 21 losses. 76ers, 42 wins, 21. So if the Sixers win a game, they'll be tied with the Nets. And then Bucks are three games behind the, behind the Sixers. So um, on these three teams, um, so the Nets right now, they got, well, uh, Harden, this was a little while ago, but Harden it will probably be out to the playoffs, so they won't have him to help them in these final games. And uh, Kyrie is now ready to go and healthy for the Nets, and Kevin Durant is good. The Nets have just been all over the place this year, injury wise, and they haven't, and those stars haven't got to play many games with each other this year so far. So at least they have two of them back, and they seem to be still doing pretty well with those two guys. Um, Lost to the Blazers um, two nights ago, but um, shouldn't be too much of a big deal. I didn't have Durant in that game because he was sitting the back-to-back. 76ers, on the other hand, they've got, um, they're starting to get pretty healthy. They've got Joel Embiid still in the lineup here. Um, and they've got a good chance to pass the Nets and maybe get that number one seed there. Um They've got a pretty good chance coming up in these next few games. They're on the three-game win streak. Um, yeah, so they've got a good chance here. And then Milwaukee Bucks, I think they're going to stay in the third spot. That's my prediction. I do not think they're going to get the first like I predicted at the beginning of the year. Um, they still do have a chance, but the Nets would have to lose some games here. in a really important game tonight, guys. This is an important one. Uh, Nets versus Bucks. So two of the top three in the in the East here. See, so if the Bucks win one of those games, and I believe they have another one after that, so they've got to win that two game series versus the Nets, and then they need the Nets to lose like one or two more other than those two games, and the Bucks would have to win. So I mean, they sure can get the first because they play the Nets still like two more times. Um. So, yeah, I definitely think the Bucks do have a chance to get first, but I don't know if they'll get it. Um, Sixers, on the other hand, I mean, 
I think I don't know if they'll get the first either, but I actually think who has more of a chance to get the first, the Nets or the Sixers. I gotta say the Sixers to by the end of these ten games. I think the Sixers will probably have the one seed in the East because I mean, like I said, the Nets play the Bucks twice. The Bucks will be hungry to win those games. And I think they will win at least one. They might might win the one tonight. But they but the Nets will have Kyrie and Durant. So uh, in the the six the Sixers are uh, half game behind the Nets, but that's because they haven't they played one less game than them so far. So I think the Sixers have a good shot at getting first. Nets can definitely retain that, but they'll have to win some tough games. Okay, now let's look at the. Let's look at the four through seven seeds in the East, since those teams are really close to each other. Number four, the possibly the most surprising team of the year, the New York Knicks. Number five, the Atlanta Hawks. Number six, the Boston Celtics. Number seven, the Miami Heat. Um, so the Knicks, their record of the season is 35 wins, 28 losses. They are four games behind the third seed Bucks. I do not think they're going to catch them, but um, – so I think what they're mostly looking to do for the rest of these games is just retain the four spot and don't let the Hawks, Celtics, or the Heat uh, catch them. So the the Hawks are um, – they have 35 wins, 30 losses. So they've played two more games than the Knicks. So if the Knicks lose their next two, then they'll be tied with the Hawks. So we'll see what happens with that. But the Hawks um, – they were bouncing around a little bit. Uh, they like a week ago they beat the Bucks in a surprising game. That was a good game though. They came they came up clutch in the fourth, even without even Trey Young out. The Hawks are really a good team. I mean, since that coaching change, I think Nick McMillan at the at the head coach is really helping them out. Um, and then the Celtics. Um, oh my gosh, that Jason Tatum game. A few. Uh, not last night, the night before versus the Spurs. I mean that that's that's up for the best game of the season. I mean they came down from thirty-two points versus the Spurs. I'm sure most of you guys have heard about this. And he, Jason Tatum scored sixty points in that game, tied for the Celtics record of all time, tied with Larry Bird for sixty points in the game. And game one of the overtime, Jason Tatum, and then. Jason Tatum and the Celtics won by three. Amazing game. I mean, they were down by 32 points. And Jason Tatum just came up clutch and great job. Great job by the Celtics there. Miami Heat, this is possibly one of the most disappointing teams this year, but they're still in the playoff contention. They have the seventh seeds. So they'd be in the play-in tournament. The game ended today. Yeah, so between the four and seven seeds. I mean, the Knicks could drop probably as low as seven till the end of the year and be in the play-in tournament. Is really any of those four teams are up for it because the Celtics and the Heat both have 34 wins and 30 losses. So those teams are tied right now for those seeds. Right now it says Celtics have the edge for six. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, amazing game by Jason Tatum and really saved his team because then they'd be the seventh seed. Um, who do I think will drop to the seventh? Um, I have a feeling the Hawks might, might go to, down to the seventh. Um, I feel like the Heat can, um, 
keep pushing. They're on a two-game win streak. So are the Celtics. I feel like those teams can avoid the play-in. I feel like it will be the Hawks that will be the seventh. Maybe not, though. I mean, the Hawks are a good team, too. So we'll have to see what happens there. And then the last uh, three spots for the that are in play-in right now, Number eight seed in the Eastern Conference is the Hornets. Number nine is the Pacers. Number 10 is the Wizards. So if the season, so if there were no more regular seasons left, regular season games left, Wizards would have, Wizards and Pacers would be involved in the play-in tournament, as well as the Heat and the Hornets for the Eastern Conference. So, so the Hornets, they just got LaMelo back, which has been a huge help. And they actually play the Heat tonight. So that will be a good game is if they win that then they're really closing in on the heat so the hornets could i mean who knows the hornets could maybe not be in that play-in tournament one point in the year they were the four seed but that was when lamello was out and i gotta say the hornets did a good job with with lamello out over that stretch hayward we might not see him for the rest of the season but um but hornets still have a chance to retain this playoff spot. Um, and then the Pacers, the number nine seed, they are one game behind the Hornets at 30 wins, 33 losses. Um, the Pacers just gave the Thunder their biggest home loss in NBA history at the Oklahoma City Thunder Stadium. I believe it's 152 to 95. I mean, they just blew them out of the water. DeMontis Sabonis for the Pacers had a triple-double. Um, and yeah, so the Hornets and Pacers are really similar teams this year. Like they've, they've both had injury problems like in the season, like the Hornets had with Malik Monk was out for a little bit. Um, and then now they still have Hayward out and Lamella was out, but now he's back. And then the Pacers, they have Miles Turner out for who knows how long. And then Malcolm Brogdon, um, Injures right hamstring versus the Nets. And then Sabonis just came back for his first game after missing a few uh, last night versus the Thunder. So those two teams are very similar. Those those are two teams that could really flip-flop these last few games. So Hornets and Pacers, I mean, those two teams have probably, I mean, definitely probably have some of the most important games coming up. And then the Wizards. I mean, the Wizards just went on a big win streak. They lost to the Mavs last night, but that, they lost by one point. The Dorian Finney-Smith game winner, and, and Doncic had 20 assists that game. That was a great game. Um, so the Wizards would qualify for this play-in tournament. They are, um, they've played one more game than the Pacers, but if the Pacers would lose that game, then they, they're only one game behind the Pacers. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the Wizards could really – they still have a chance to get that eighth seed. I predicted they would by the end of the year, but it's, it's going to be close. And then, um, yeah, so anyways, the Wizards. Bradley Beal uh, is no longer the, the leading scorer, still has a chance to overcome it by the end of the year. But now Steph Curry has taken over as the NBA's leading scorer. We'll talk about the Warriors a little bit later. But, um, yeah, but Bradley Beal has still been good in these games. Russell Westbrook's averaging a triple-double. Big reasons why the Wizards have really climbed in the standings here. 
I mean, that win streak they were on, they needed that. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't be in this conversation, really. Um, and so then those those are the 10 teams that would be in the – well, 7 through 10 would be in the play-in, and then the first day would be in the playoffs if they retain their spots. And so other teams that could make it um, <clears throat> or that at least have a chance are the Bulls and the Raptors. Raptors, possibly another – really disappointing team this year. I mean, they've just been on and off with injuries. Norman Powell went to the went to the Blazers at the trade deadline. Uh, Lowry Van Vliet, uh, I mean, just pretty inconsistent injury-wise, staying healthy. So, But the Raptors do still have a chance to get in this play-in thing, um, play-in tournament. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know. The Raptors have one of the toughest schedules they're three games behind the Wizards. So in the Bulls, on the other hand, Zach Levine uh, is going to miss a few games. Might be back pretty soon. And Vucevic, um, yeah, he missed last night's game. But the Bulls, I mean, they could get up to the Wizards, but I feel like the Bulls and the Raptors won't make it. I feel like the Wizards are just playing pretty well right now, good enough to get that, that tenth, retain that 10th spot. And then teams that are that don't really have a chance to get in the playing tournament are the Cavaliers, the Magic, and the Pistons in the Eastern Conference. Um, okay, so on to the Western Conference. <laughs> the number one seed, uh, I'll name the top four for this one because those teams are pretty close. We got the Jazz at the number one seed. Number two seed is the Suns. Number three seed is, is the Nuggets. Number four seed is the Clippers. Um, yeah, this is another really close race here, especially in between the Suns and the Jazz. Like, I'm really, I mean, this is just, um, some really fun games coming up, uh, around the NBA here, because I mean, the number one seed is not clear who's going to have it because I mean, the Sixers and Nets are just about tied. And then, and then, you know, Jazz, the Suns are one game behind the Jazz or a half game. And if they win it, they'll be tied to the Jazz. Jazz, yeah, 46 wins, 18 losses. Suns, 45 wins, 18 losses. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the Jazz. So, yeah, um, they – I mean, Donovan Mitchell is, in, is injured. Uh, they've got Mike Conley out. So the Jazz, I mean, they're going to have to rely on other guys to retain this one seed. And the Suns, on the other hand – They've got uh, Chris Paul, who has been an underrated MVP candidate all season, but he's starting to get more attention now. But uh, but the Suns, I mean, they've just been really, really good lately. Devin Booker, other role players have been great for the Suns, and I think that's going to be big help in their playoff push. Anytime you have a deep team, you've always got a chance for the playoffs, or to at least uh, you have to get deep in the playoffs. Um so, yes, and I, I'm kind of thinking the Suns will pass the Jazz for the one seed. Suns are on a three-game win streak. Jazz are on a one-game win streak. So um, I really do feel like the Suns get that number one seed. I even underrated the Suns at the beginning of the year. I was way off my for my prediction for them. And even for the Jazz, I also underrated them. But uh, main reason was because teams like the Lakers – I mean, the Lakers and Clippers had some injuries. Paul George is out for a little bit. Kawhi has been injured lightly for the Clippers. 
And then the Lakers, LeBron and Anthony Davis have both missed like over 20 games this year, even in, and in the shorter season. So uh, main reason why those teams aren't one and two as we expected like last year. And so, yeah, the Nuggets, I mean, Jokic for the Nuggets, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's just out of this world. I mean, he's, the Nuggets are still winning games, even with Jamal Murray out, their second best player. And now their starting lineup is like Compasso at the point, and they've got like P.J. Dozier at the shooting guard. I mean, those are not above average guards, okay? I mean, Compasso can, can pass. He's a good passer. Dozier, I mean, he's quality defender, shows effort. And then at the center, of course, they have Jogic and then Aaron Gordon at the power forward, who's good. And then Michael Porter Jr., he's going to be a big key in the playoffs coming off of the Nuggets because he he's going to have to take a lot of the scoring load while Jokic is going to have to take a solid scoring, scoring rebounding, and passing load like he normally does. Um, so, I mean, tough road coming off of the Nuggets, but, I mean, they're still doing so well. I mean, Jokic is just a big part of every win, and that's what an MVP does. That's why he's a – that's why he's on the top of these MVP rankings. The, the Nuggets are 43 wins, 21 losses on the season. Uh, Joel Embiid, the second MVP candidate, as I talked about two weeks ago. Uh, Nuggets are a half game ahead of the Sixers, in fact. So if the Nuggets were in the Eastern Conference, they'd be around the one seed. They'd be tied for the Nets for the first. Um, so, yeah, they've just – I mean – we don't know how Jokic is carrying the Nuggets like this, but uh, it's going to really be a lot up to P.J. Dozier. I mean, not P.J. Dozier, I meant Michael Porter Jr., but P.J. Dozier and Compasso are also going to have to play pretty well to step up. And they also signed Austin Rivers, who will be a big help when Compasso's on the bench. Uh, we'll have to see what happens, but it's really amazing. I mean, they even beat the Clippers last night with Kawhi and Paul George in the game. And, yeah, speaking of the Clippers, they're the number four seed here. They have 43 wins, 22 losses, and they were the three seed, but the Nuggets passed them after they beat them last night. Um, Clippers on a three-game losing streak, and they've, and they've just got Kawhi coming back um, after he missed games, then came back, then missed some more, and now he's back again. Um, yeah, I mean, the Clippers, they're they're pretty good, They but um, – Problem with them, they've just been haven't been as consistent as last year, not as deep team. They've got playoff Rondo, though, so we'll see what he can bring to them as he did with the Lakers last year in the playoffs. Um Yeah, so I don't I feel like the Clippers are gonna pass the Nuggets again for these remaining games. Because I don't know how much longer Jokic uh can really carry these Nuggets for these last few regular season games, anyways. Um We'll see what he can do, but I have a feeling the Clippers are just more healthy than more guys they can rely on for these last few games. So I'd say the Clippers, I'd say the Clippers will get the third, third seed. The Jazz, I feel like are going to drop to second. Um, and I feel like the Suns are going to get the first seed. So that would mean Suns first, Jazz second, Clippers third, Nuggets fourth for those four teams. All right. So on to the, um, let's see. Let's do the talk about the next three teams. So uh, the five seed we have the Mavericks. Six seed we have the Lakers. Seven seed we have the Trailblazers. Okay, so let's talk about the Mavs. I mean, 
first of all, Luka Doncic should get some credit for uh, MVP so far this year. Um, I mean, his stats have been great. He had 20 assists last night, came up clutch versus the Wizards, hit a clutch shot, and assisted on probably the most important shot of the game with Dorian Finney-Smith hitting the three. He has career-high in assists with 20, like I've said. Um, Yeah, Mavs are on a three-game win streak. I mean, they're they're doing really good at the perfect time, I think. Uh, I think this is right when they need to be good. Um, Yeah, I think the Mavs uh, might drop to sixth. Uh, Let's talk about the Lakers next. So Lakers, they, they have the same record as the Mavericks at 36 wins, 27 losses. Lakers are on a two-game losing streak. and But the most important thing with the Lakers, just like the Mavs, they're, I mean, they're not in a rhythm yet, but they've got their star players back, so that's a start. Uh, LeBron came back versus the Kings, uh, had a solid game. Anthony Davis is starting to, uh, starting to look more like himself, how he was before the injury. But I got to say about Anthony Davis, he's been pretty good this year. But, I mean, last year I thought he was – that's where he was really good. And I'm looking forward to see Anthony Davis do what he did in the playoffs last year. So hopefully he can do do that. Um, Yeah, so the Lakers, I think they're one of the most interesting stories going forward here. Because it's like have LeBron and Anthony Davis played enough or had the chemistry this season to – to get another title in LA. I mean, that's, that's a big question because I mean, they're the sixth seed LeBron and AD haven't played that much. Both have been out at least 20 games. So, I mean, Lakers have been pretty inconsistent, but it's just been because of the injuries role players for the Lakers. Um, like Andre Drummond, Dennis Schroeder have stepped up and won some games. Lakers role players haven't been that bad while LeBron and AD were out. Um, but yeah, now the Lakers starting lineup is like, uh, KCP, Dennis Schroeder, and then they've got LeBron Nady, and then they've got Andre Drummond at the center. I mean, the Lakers, that, that, that's a big lineup. I mean, they've got big, tall guys in that lineup. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that lineup can, can go moving forward. I believe they, they play tonight. Let's see. They play the, um play the Raptors tonight in NBA TV. So that'll be a good game because the Raptors are also trying to get into the play-in. Um, but yeah, I think by the end of these games, the, the Lakers will be past the Mavs. The Mavs are hot right now, but, but I mean, the Lakers are healthy right now too. So and they've got everyone back. I feel like they can pass the Mavs, but that'll be an interesting race. And then to the seventh seed, can't forget about the Trailblazers. Um, they're on a three-game win streak and are one game behind the Mavericks and the Lakers. Um, and the, the Blazers are pretty healthy right now, too, for, for once, because this year, I mean, C.J. McCollum was out for like 20 games, and then Nurkic was out for a while. I mean, that game versus the Nets, they were just they just kept getting the ball inside. It wasn't a traditional Blazers game, I I should say, because, I mean, there wasn't as many threes that they were making, just a lot of inside shots to Nurkic. I mean, I liked it. It was a, it was a nice way to play. Um, 
and Lillard, Damian Lillard still got involved with the threes in the second half. They got more on to that in second half. But the first half's just a lot of getting the ball inside, tack the rim, which is what exactly you need to do versus the Nets. Um, yeah, the Blazers' center play has been has been actually pretty good this year when, when their centers have been healthy. And, and his Cantor had that 30-rebound game, I think it was versus the Pistons. Um, so he's a great center to have coming off the bench. I mean, they've got a lot of depth at the center. That's good. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if they'll get up to where the Mavs and Lakers are. They'll probably stay around that play-in tournament area. But I don't think they'll get knocked out of the playoffs if they are in the playing tournament. Another team to watch out for. Um, now let's talk about the 8, 9, and 10 seeds. So 8 seed, we have the Grizzlies right now. 32 wins, 31 losses. They uh, lost their last game. Oh, that was last night versus the Magic with that Cole Anthony game winner. That was a good one. Um, and, then the, and then the ninth seed, we got the Warriors. Tenth seed, we got the Spurs. Now the Warriors, I mean, Steph Curry's run there. I now think he's probably a top five MVP candidate. I mean, now I'm like, I mean, I don't know how you can really leave him out now after those big games. He broke the record for most threes in a month. He, uh, I believe he, oh yeah, he broke the record for most 30-point games in a row being over 33 years old. He broke Kobe's record for that. I mean, he's just been bonkers the month of April. I mean, that's just – it looks like prime Curry, honestly. Like 2015-16 Curry, that year he was also very good. I mean, it was just prime Curry what we what we have been seeing from him. And they are a half game behind the Grizzlies. Um, I'd love to see the Warriors in the playoffs this year. I, I, I would actually want to see more th- them than the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are a good team overall, though. They play they play well as a team. Valachunas has been out, but uh, I believe he'll probably be back soon. Uh, John Morant for the Grizzlies is still in there. But I'd just love to see the Warriors get in there, see what Curry, if, he, if he's just going to be as bonkers as he's been in the playoffs. And then the 10th seed, the Spurs, they're on a the two-game losing streak. Uh, they are a half game behind the, the Grizzlies also. Yeah, I mean, this is another close race here. I mean, for these three teams, the remaining games are going to be really important. Spurs have 31 wins, 31 losses. Uh, lost a painful one to the Celtics. we got to see if they get back on track. Um, and so, yeah, so they're in for the 8th, 9th, and 10. I feel like the Warriors uh, – Probably at the end of these regular season games, the Warriors might not be at the eighth seed, but they, uh, but through the play-in tournament, they might get to the eighth seed. But I'm rooting for the Warriors to get there, also because of my predictions at the beginning of the season. I want I chose the Warriors would get eighth, so we'll see if my prediction's right there. Um, and yeah, so other teams that could bump into the play-in tournament for the before it starts, are the Pelicans. Um, Pelicans are on a two-game win streak, beat the beat the Timberwolves in overtime. Zion had a good game. Brandon Ingram, solid game from the Stars. Um, they're, yeah, two-game win streak. 
I'd say they they could get the Spurs, but I but the Spurs just play so tough. I feel like they're gonna they're just gonna stay right there at the tenth seed. Um, but you never know. Maybe Zion and Brandon Ingram will take them somewhere. Um, another team. I I don't think the Kings can get to the tenth seed in time unless the Spurs really lose a lot. The Kings would have to win a lot. Um, and then teams that aren't gonna get in get in the playing tournament at the Oklahoma City Thunder, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Houston Rockets. Uh, those three teams are can't really get in there. So um, there's your playoff update. Uh, look out for the next few games here. And uh, playoff predictions will be coming up pretty soon whenever whenever the, the seeds are finalized. Um, definitely make predictions for who will win the matchups. It's exciting. Uh, hope, hope you like this episode.